for the special opportunity we have to be blessed this evening again. This is your favorite program, Kingdom Life, coming to you from your inspirational station on Eko 89.7 FM. This program comes up from 8.05 to 8.35 every Sunday evening. I'm Jumi Adetoyesho Lagunju, the minister on this program. But this evening, I'm just going to be supporting the special ministers we have on the program in commemoration of the Children's Day that is being marked all over the world. I have with me Sitonyi Damola, who had always been my co-presenter on this program. Oyin Damola, you are welcome to the program tonight. Good evening, listener. Thank you very much. With me as well is uh, Braulu Watu Missing. He also started the program with us, but in the last few years, he had to leave home, go to the university, and not just uh, being within reach a few kilometers away. He went to about seven, I think more than 9,000 miles away from home for his school. So we are so happy having Oluwato missing with us in the studio tonight. I'll be asking him a few questions because they are the one anchoring the program this evening on the few challenges of uh, being away from home, young adults, teenager. So, Luato Missing, you are welcome to the program tonight. Good evening, listener. Thank you very much. My dear listener out there, God loves you. He cares for you. I want to plead with you. Please, draw the attention of your children, of the younger ones, to this program. And if you are there as a parent, you are having challenges, and you are wondering, I wish my child can be this. The mere fact that you are tuned to this program tonight, you have thought of it. The Lord will grant beyond your expectations in Jesus' name. Amen. Whatever situation you may be going through, or your children may be going through, this evening, every adversity is turned to advantages for you in Jesus' name. Amen. Everything that has been making you to cry secretly, to weep secretly, tonight, you will come out smiling, rejoicing, and people will be sharing in your testimony in Jesus' name. Amen. So my dear listener, God loves you. He has not forgotten you. And if you are there, you are saying you don't have a child of your own. People even jeer at you. They make jest of you. It has happened in the scripture before. Remember the mother of Samuel. The Lord is saying you are going to have children of your own and you will be celebrated and the glory will go to our Heavenly Father in Jesus' name. Amen. So my dear listener out there, Whatever may be your situation, maybe you are not yet even old enough to get married, the Lord is saying you are connecting tonight to children that will be for signs and wonders, and great will continue to be your testimonies in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So this evening we are looking at this special message on making our children, for them to grow up, to be better adults, greater youth, and leaders of tomorrow we are seeing today. I will start by asking Oluwato Missing a few questions. Some of these questions are things our listeners have been writing to us. They've been asking us to share the best practices with them. And tonight we're having Oluwato missing with us. So Oluwato missing, having been away from home for three years, you left when you were 17. Now you are 20, am I right? Yes. Okay, good. I can see that one with excitement. Yeah. Thank you very much. Now, how can you relate your experience as a teenager when you uh, started your university away from your parents? These are the, the challenges in the society where you find yourself. I mean, out there in Canada, am I right? Yes. Okay. 
So how can you relate your experience as a teenager? Though you are no longer a teenager now, you are 20. Good, you are so happy to say that. I love that one, okay? So how can you relate your experience as a teenager while in the university? These are the challenges posed by the society. Living a year younger, because normally in U.S. or Canada, they normally start university as age 18. It was tough, not just, you know, emotionally for me, but mentally also. The peer pressure was hard to deal with. But growing up with the godly values and the good foundation laid by my parents was really helpful. You know, growing up, my dad would always make us wake up for these UNICEF walks, which was really, really annoying at the time. But as I grew older, I actually learned to love going for these UNICEF charity run. So instilling the value of doing community service and charity work really helped me also. I also got involved with several charity organizations while at the university. And also, um, I was able to fall back to the godly values that was taught to me as a child and I was able to filter out the bad from the good values and being around people with the same values as me from my church and at the university also helped me a lot to deal with the challenges. Thank you very much. I almost forgot that aspect about uh, having to wake them very early at times and say, hey, let's go for the charity run, the UNICEF program. Let's go for a run uh, for a cure, the marathon to raise funds for cure for cancer and things like that. And the children, oh, daddy want to enjoy our sleep. But after some time, they started enjoying it. And what are we doing? Like a place in the book of Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6, that says, Train up a child the way they will grow. When they get older, they will not deviate from it. The word train there is not what people always refer to as teach, that you hold a cane and you teach. No, it's not train as in teach. It means live out, demonstrate what you want those children to be. As you are demonstrating it, they learn by example. They see you and what they see you doing becomes part of them. So that is where the word train up a child, train a child, where it comes in. Unfortunately, you see, most of the time when we explain things on this program, we try to shy away from the fact that we are Gentiles. We connect to the Jewish background, the original meaning, so that we'll be able to drive home the point and present what we can really connect with. So, Oluwato Missing, thank you very much for jogging my memory about the UNICEF thing. And because of all those little things we used to do those days, by the time he grew up, he connected into how can I add value to other people's lives. So on campus, I want to believe you are doing some things. Abby, am I right? Yes. Okay, thank you very much. That, that's cool. That's nice. I remember one of the episodes we were able to share the show you organized on campus. People watching, I think, was it $10 or something? And to raise funds for children that had problems in which country? Which country part of the world, the one that we saw the dance thing? Oh, that um, that was actually a charity fashion show for children in... I really don't remember where that... Actually, that money was for Windsor area, the uh, schools, buying school supplies for children in Windsor that couldn't afford it. That was what... Okay, thank you very much, my dear listen. What are we saying? We're looking at leaders of tomorrow today. So whatever we put in those children at the early stage, we're already building the leaders in there. You know what we saw on this program? It's not about using tongue-lashing one leader in the House of Assembly, in Governor's House, or in the, uh, the Senate, or somewhere out there in Nassau Rock. The leadership is in you. Can we start developing those children to connect to the value they can have to the society? It's not about what they can take from the society, what they can give to the society. The building starts from the time they were born. So, Luwato Missing, thank you very much for that explanation. I have another question for you. 
People blame the strain away the children for being underage and uh, the challenges of strain away on the evils in the society. What can you say about that? Because I know you left home underage. What can you say about it from your experience? Um, I really don't agree with when people say that, you know, being underage, they deal with the evils of the world, because I'm not the only one that actually leaves um, Nigeria underage. Most kids, actually, because of the age that we start, they have to leave home underage, and then they have to deal with, you know, adjusting to a new society, a new environment. But because of the godly values, like I said before, instilled in me uh, as a child, I was able to choose. It's definitely not easy to deal with the peer pressure. You know, people give in to the peer pressure, but then in the end, they do find their way back to their roots and you know they need to realize where they come from the kind of godly values that they hold and they have to hold on to your faith and their beliefs but it is definitely hard i can't say that it was the easiest thing for me to deal with the peer pressure sometimes i may have strayed but not too far you know but definitely at some point I did stray from what I was taught, so I don't really agree that being underage or, you know, being away from from your parents or anything definitely makes you stray. Thank you very much. I'm so happy with that. Uh, my dear listener, you cannot even tie your children. We can't tie our children to our apron for life. What is scripture? We are told in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 6 from verse 6 that you shall teach the children diligently and talk of all these things when you sit down, wherever you are, use every moment to communicate to them. So my dear listener out there, he has said it all, it's not that easy. Even out here in Nigeria, we have children joining the bad gang, joining the courts and doing a lot of things, perpetrating all those wicked acts. It's not as a result of the society alone per se. It has to do with the foundation, the background. So I want to encourage you, please, parents out there, use every opportunity you have to explain, communicate in their language, the right values, the godliness, the fear of God, the kindness, the love, reference to the scripture. Act it out, relate to them based on that, build those things in them at the foundation level, right from age zero. I'm, I said age zero. By the time they are teenagers, you will have impacted all these godly values in them. And they will just be falling back to it. In the past episode, we have looked at the different ages in which you can impart all this one. When you do the pictorial teaching, when they do the Torah teaching, and the other civil rules in the scripture. And now you can apply them. Thank you very much, Uluwato Missing, for that. Uluwato Missing is 20 years old. And we give God the glory. And he's been so fervent, even volunteering to work in the church out there. He said something in what he said before I hand over to Oyinda Mola. He said something about he found people of like mind that he was fellowshipping with. So please, you need to encourage your children. Know the kind of friends they keep. Encourage them to associate with people that will impart positively, that will help them to grow. Not people that will take them further away from God. Oluwato Mr. thank you once again. Oyinda Mola is 13 years old. What do you have for us in commemoration of this Children's Day? The message you have for children out there, and I believe parents and adults are listening, what do you have for us? Today I'll be talking on grooming real youth on an effective nation building. Hmm, grooming real youth on an effective nation building. nation building. You see, I'm so happy they are bringing this message. There's no other time we need this type of message on building a nation. 
and focusing on the youth, you can go ahead. I'm not just going to be talking on grooming real youth. I'll be talking on things like financial intelligence, maximizing relationships, purposeful service, and I'll also be talking on spiritual empowerment. The Bible says, Train up a child the way he or she should go. When he or she is old, you will not depart from it. What this trying to say is that if someone trains a child on how to lie or steal and um, all sorts of um, things like that, when he or she is old, the child will not depart from it. Teachers in school, they follow the curriculum and we as students are made to comply by what we are taught. And as we grow up, it starts to, I guess you can say, mold our lives. Okay, um, but based on all these, we are products of what we see around us and what we hear. I love that. Sorry, just post a little, you will still come back. She says something, we are product of what we see around us, what we hear, and what we witness. So my dear listener, it may sound a bit trivial. When next you want to jump red light when you are driving and your children are in the car, as you jump that red light, you are already telling the children, this is the best way to disobey the law of the land. This is the way to be lawless. You may think you are saving time. You are already giving them the negative example on how not to be law-abiding. You get what I'm saying? So it may be very little. Or when you choose to insult a law enforcement agent or you insult somebody, you're already telling the children the negative aspects of training, as in I'm demonstrating the bad things when you grow up, do it. Are you going to continue doing that? God is saying any little thing the children see in you, they will replicate as they're growing up. Continue, Nidamola. Sorry for that. Okay, um, from this early stage in life, when it comes to financial intelligence, we need to learn how to save money, how to invest it. Um, money in our hands, they have no power to increase in value until we do something with it. And as we do something with this, we're trying to set a goal. So when we set goals, we need to sincerely work towards those goals. All around us, it's not common for people to show the act of courtesy, respect, and well, being polite. Windama, please, before you go to that aspect, she says something about the financial aspect, as in setting goals and things like that. There is becoming more rampant among us that some children, youth, just believe one day they will just get into money without thinking of what they would do legitimately to make money. Because in our society, we attach so much importance to somebody having so much without looking at how did they get the money. So I'm so happy when Damola chipped that one in for them to understand how best to plan for the future, set goals, save money, and have the right approach to things from the onset. You can go ahead. When it comes to our behavior, it's not common for people to show the act of courtesy, respect, and being polite. So we need to start putting up that attitude of, well, courtesy, respect, and good behaviors. If we don't respect others, others won't respect us. We can show respect to God by listening to His Word and doing according to His Word. And when one is able to form this habit from this early stage in life, it will lead to building of an ideal nation with responsible adults. Another thing we need to focus on is being kind-hearted and polite. That would be um, purposeful service. When you're kind-hearted and polite, you render service to people without expecting anything in return. Just like the wise saying, sympathy sees and says, I'm sorry. Compassion sees and says, I will help. Let me repeat that. Sympathy sees and says, I'm sorry. Compassion sees and says, I will help. When we know the difference, we will make a difference. With this trait, one will be able to render purposeful, selfless service. 
This is the key to rendering effective community service, a vital path to nation building. Apart from building the nation, how about building a good relationship with God? We can get closer to God through prayer, worshipping Him, praising Him in all circumstances, reading our Bible and meditating in it. Another area that I would like to talk about is the social media. Oh, thank you very much, Yinda Mola, for that. Social media has become a big challenge among the younger generation, among the little children out there, and even among the adults. Please, you can go ahead. I'm even so interested in this. Let's just make sure that the social media that we expose ourselves to are not things that can lead us to ungodliness. These social media, they may appear friendly, but underneath them are traps that could lead you to sin. Our intention may not be to go to a bad website, but those things that may appear friendly could lead to things like pornography and other sites with bad content. For example, someone sees the picture of, let's say, a simple, nice car. Once a person clicks, supposedly clicks on that picture, it may lead the person to a site that he or she is not supposed to be seeing. I'm not trying to say that we shouldn't use the social media. Some of them like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, and other kinds of social media. What I'm trying to say is that we need to be very conscious of this and ensure that the social media that we engage ourselves to are things that will enhance our spiritual growth. Also remember to hide God's word in your heart so that you don't sin against him. I believe God is still looking for someone who has the boldness to say no to ungodliness and corruption in this nation. My fellow youth, I believe that you and I will not depart from the good path. We are leaders of tomorrow that we are seeing today. Thank you very much, Winida Mola. My dear listener out there, I love the way she really concluded that part. We are leaders of tomorrow that we are seeing today. When you had the word of God in your heart and you are consciously dwelling on this, you will not deviate from it as you are growing up. And she also retweeted the need on these social media, some of them that may have prayers so friendly, but underneath are deadly trials that can lead to ungodliness. My dear parents and parents-to-be, there's need for us to put some check in place, some things that we can use to monitor without necessarily infringing on the privacy of the children. Relate with them as adults in the way you talk. Let them know the pros and cons of what they're about to do. Explain to them why they should not do things. Not just a matter of holding cane and you are always emphasizing on control. Let's see how we can build the right influence. I say the word influence, not control, over those children. Control is like enforcing and they will comply when you are there. When you are not there, it is the influence you have over those children that will work for them to be able to follow all those instructions. Thank you, Luato Missing, for what you have said. We were not with you when you were out there several thousands of kilometers away, but you were able to remember the word of God, the scripture on what to do, what not to do. And when you felt, hey, you are almost going astray, somebody is trying to tell you to do this, you went back based on the foundation, the word of God. Am I right? Yes, so, my dear listener, they said things differently, but they were communicating the same language. One as young adults out there in the university among the other teenagers and the bigger ones. One that has just joined the teenage level, the teenage class. So my dear listener, remember the story in the scripture. Joseph was 17 years old when he was taken as slaves to a foreign land. A foreign nation, the land of Egypt. The parents were not there. They didn't even know where he was. They have given him up for being dead that he had died. 
Unfortunately for those who thought he had died, he wasn't dead. He was alive. But within the 13 years of trial, he was in the home of his masters. And we are told whenever temptation comes his way, he will be saying, Look, I can't do this against the Lord my God. Age of 17, being taken as slave. Nobody to remind them of Bible study, to remind them to pray or read the scripture. But the foundation the parent had deposited in him helped. So my dear listener out there, we should make haste while it shines. Let's continue to let these children connect to the right value. And as he continued to hold on to the word of God and made Joseph, the Lord took him to stardom. At the age of 30, he became the prime minister of a strange nation. And one thing that stood out in what Onyida Mola said is about godliness, about kindness, being compassionate. That's not common among the youth of today. It is what they see the adults doing that they also connect to. Joseph stood out because he was kind-hearted. He was compassionate. He had the godliness in him. And that really shot him to stardom. Time will not permit us to cite several other examples in the scripture. I said the children have today. Oluwatomisi has narrated his experience and encouraged the youth out there. You can be what God has purposed you to be without being influenced negatively by the society. Oinda Mola has highlighted what it takes to be the leaders of tomorrow that we are seeing today about godliness, following the right value, financial intelligence, and planning right from now being focused, not following the bandwagon of just stealing and stealing from the force of the nation. But it's about what you can add as you grow up, about what you can add to the pulse of the nation. And she also highlighted the issue of the social media, the negative effect of it without condemning social media per se, but looking at how you can leverage on the advantages in it. And if anything negative is coming up, use the foundation, the word of God, to ward them off, filter what you see, and remain focused on the things we have heard from Heavenly Father. My dear listener, dear God loves you, cares for you. As you always see on this program, Christianity is a way of life, not just a religion. Apply it, teach it to the children, and they will grow to be the great leaders we are expecting tomorrow that will be seen today. Oluwatomisi, thank you very much for being with us on this program. You're welcome, Pastor. And thank you, Sister Nida Mola. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Pastor. Okay, thank you very much. My dear listeners, I want to plead with you. Always be part of this program every Sunday evening by 8.05. For more information, you can link us on our email address, kingdomlifefamily at yahoo.com or through our producer, Taiwo or Moshele, Eko 89.7 FM, Latif Jakondewe, Agidingbi, Ikeja. Senator Joseph has been a sound engineer on this program. Remember. Thank you very much, my dear listener. Dear God loves you. Sister Oyinda Mola has been encouraging us. Oluwato missing a guest with us. We soon be going back to his school. God loves you, my dear parents out there. As we always say on this program, let others see Christ in you. Obedience to the law of the land is obedience to the word of God. And remember, your children are watching you. That communicates volumes of message. Be part of this program next week, Sunday by 8 to 5. I'm Jumi Adeto Ishiol Lagunju. Remain blessed. <laughs> Peace, peace, 
be a part of it.